1: Good morning. This is Gareth Hall here on Giddy Up on this Thursday, January 19th. Great to be with you on this Thursday. It really doesn't get any better, does it, with take two of the Magic Millions meeting on the Gold Coast on this Thursday afternoon. So a rare Thursday where we get to see some feature racing. So looking forward to that. But as always on a Thursday, it's a busy show. We've got the stable mail coming up. We'll catch up with some of the biggest names in the game. Looking forward to catching up with James Cummings, David Eustace, Benny Hayes, Lindsay Smith, Joe Pride, and we'll also have a chat to David Murad from Blue Blood Thoroughbreds in that first hour. We'll find you plenty of winners with bag of tips straight after 9 o'clock, including a preview with Shane Curlio of this Gold Coast meeting. And then it's the weekend preview team just after 10 o'clock with Dean Watling, Mickey Gannon, and Jack Dickens on this Thursday morning. But let's get stuck into... The stable mail on this Thursday morning. Now on Giddy
0: Up, it's time for stable mail.
1: And you can join the conversation anytime you want 0499 736 736. And uh, we'll be catching up shortly with uh, the head trainer for Cadolphin in this country, James Cummings, and then after that, David Eustace. But James Cummings and the Cadolphin team once again have several chances over a busy weekend, including. There's a Friday meeting at Flemington Canterbury on a Friday night, but the feature racing on a Saturday at Royal Ramwick and we're at the Valley in Melbourne. And James Cummings, for the first time in 2023, joins us. Happy New Year, James. Good morning to you.
0: Good morning, Gareth. Happy New Year to you. How are you? I am well, mate. I saw
1: you on the Gold Coast and you were looking in um, terrific, Nick. It's looked like you had a really... Um, Great start to 2023, and I I even saw you helping out Holly, who works for you guys, of course, um, with the Godolphin Operation, does a wonderful job with your marketing, um, doing some putt-putt. And I thought you were pretty handy there with the um, putter there during the Magic Millions carnival. Were you happy with your swing? When Greg Norman won the
0: British Open, his his swing thought was... Yes. Soften your grip. So I was just thinking soften the grip, and I managed to bounce one off the side yeah. into the hole. <laughs> so you, get a little, uh, you get a little
1: lucky when your technique's spot on, yeah. you know? Uh, I, wish, I, I haven't seen any footage of that. Surely they would have been filming the boss, but I'll see if I can get some of uh, that footage of you putting there on the Gold Coast at the Magic Millions Complex. Did you buy anything, James? Because you're one trainer that can walk around and wait, not, not, not worry if the boss is going to pay for it or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we yeah, uh, we bought um <clears throat> we bought an extreme choice colt. Yes. And we bought a, a and we bought a blue point colt. So we came came away with uh, um, uh, two years ago we bought one horse from the Magic Millions. Yeah. One year uh, one yep. year ago we bought one horse, and uh, and this year we bought two horses. So we're uh, we're on an upward trajectory.
1: No shares available.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, I don't think we're taking any part. <laughs> <this year. laughs> oh. Oh, I love that extreme. I love that extreme choice. Colt, maybe next time. <laughs> um, what, what about at Mooney Valley um, over the twelve hundred metres in this two-year-old race? Emerges. I was impressive with this galloper, D. Oliver Road on, on debut, and um, he hit the line nicely. Can he make it two from two on a Saturday afternoon?
0: Well, we, we like the fact that he's been kept fresh for the twelve hundred again. He's been to the Valley for the for a win, so he's got his confidence up at the track. And he's going to need he's going to need every bit of twelve. up, uh, so so it's important that he has remained fresh. We've got him a little run burner in a mid prep jump out at Flemington, and uh, and and all the all the feedback around the horse is that he's done particularly well since the win. He does have to he does have to give away a bit of weight for uh, a bit of a penalty for winning that race in his handicap, but, uh, but that's all right as he progresses through his career, and uh, he, he should be he should be pretty strong in this race.
1: Internationals an interesting runner one of my favorites for Godolphin is Rohiran and this is a half to Rohiran International. international um, a filly, of course by Piero. your thoughts about um, how she can handle herself on debut.
0: well I think from the barrier draw having watched the trials she could comfortably settle in the first two or three and uh, that's it. That, that'll be that'll be important at mooney Valley to be taking up a position she uh, she looks in a she looked in a, uh, in a comfort zone, being prominent in a recent trial. Although I do know that her tr- her second trial that she won handsomely was in slow time, but uh, but we liked the way she went about that. She was pretty stylish there that morning, and uh, and she's got the she's got the right pedigree to be uh, to be in the firing line here. Having looked through the having looked through the jump outs, uh, I think I think both our horses are good chances in the race.
1: VATN goes around in race 6 for and Blake Shin takes the ride now. She heads to Melbourne after some consistent performances in Sydney and she's had a jump out at Flemington. Your expectations with her um, first up in Victoria this prep?
0: Well I would have loved to have um, had her on a wet track and I, uh, and I sent, her down to, sent her down to Melbourne and uh, unfortunately the rain started coming here in Sydney after she was down but <laughs> It's actually bucketing down in Sydney at the moment. I thought the, the drivers—I
1: thought that was the driver's job to make sure he gets the weather report right for you.
0: Yeah, he's normally he's normally spot on with the weather, uh, but I gave him a little break while I was at the Magic View, and so he was, okay. um, he was up at Nelson Bay, kicking back in the in the pool, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll get the the daily weather reports from the bureau when he was away. <laughs>
1: That was a that was a reason why I was. You said the driver's picking you up, Gareth, outside the Magic Millions complex, and I was waiting for two hours. But I never knew he was on holidays. There you go. Uh, yeah, everyone deserves
0: a break. Yes. When this hail forecast goes, he <laughs> makes me lie on the block
1: <laughs> Good morning to you, driver. I can't believe you would do such a thing. What were we up to? I've lost track now. Um, Right. Yeah, V and 10. Can it win? Basically, James.
0: Look, I don't like lo- I don't love the barrier draw for the horse, but she is she is going she is going all right. She um she just needs something to go away, and it might be wishful thinking from the draw. Uh, nevertheless, we'll decide closer to the race whether we definitely take our place, and uh, and 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 if we do, then hopefully she gets a bit of luck. We've
1: got a trial man, we call it the um, Trial Time on, I think it's on a Wednesday, that Dean Watling goes through the best trialers um, over the last week. And geez, you feature prominently in his trial report each and every week, James, but he was keen on Fleetwood whenever he saw this Galloper um, head to the races. Um, he looks impressive at the trials. What can he do on debut there at Royal Ramwick in that 1,000-metre two-year-old race?
0: Well, I told you earlier that we b- we only bought the one horse of the Magic Millions. Yes. Uh, two years ago, and only one horse one year ago. So you'd be uh, you'd be pretty well accustomed to the story that two years ago that horse was in secret. Vin Cox picked her up, and yes. uh, spent, spent all his Bob's bonus money that he could get his hands on from the, all the winners we've had around the place in New South Wales that leading the season leading up to that. And last year, the only horse that Vin Cox had his eye on to buy. Was this horse Fleetwood? So, he's in the acceptances for this race on Saturday at Randwick, he's uh, he's found the he's found the watchful eye of your trial expert, mm-hmm. and and hopefully your man and my man are on the money with their keen eyes. Yep. He, he could be. He could be. If that's the case, he could be a pretty promising galloper. How much did Fleetwood um, uh, cost? He, he i tell you what, he was, um, he was not much more than a round of drinks. <laughs> but but, but it's, we, trialed him, we trialed him one time last year, and he went beautifully. Yeah. Just needed a little bit of time. We weren't happy to send him straight to the races. We gave him a good break at Osborne Park, and he's come back in. He hit the ground running. He looks, he's, a happy, he's a happy horse. He's a confident little customer, and uh, he, he went about his business very well in that trial where they ran a pretty slick last 600 metres. And he kept getting to the line as good as anything in the trial, so it'd be it'd be encouraging to see him get a good run from the draw. Um, and uh, and na- unfortunately Nash couldn't take the ride because he had a little yeah. heart there on Monday yeah. at the barrier trials. So we hope everything's all right with Nash, but but uh, Josh uh, hops in the saddle, he's been riding beautifully lately, and it'd be it'd be great to see that horse go about his business very well on debut. Because it would lead to lead to a promising yeah. career.
1: Inhibitions at around sixteen dollars. Can she cause an upset this filly by Sue Star?
0: Well, I suppose if the race is run in such a way that it suits a horse running on it, could suit it could suit her also. She's had a um, she's had a really solid grounding for the race. But everyone that rides her would suggest that she needs a bit further than five furlongs. It might be as much as anything, just a kickoff point for her. But uh, but she's got the good draw to get the suck up run underneath them and and. Uh, Look, she's kept improving. she's continued to improve which is a good sign with her two-year-olds um, and, and and for that for that matter may well be worthwhile giving her opportunity here
1: we haven't seen kanasaawa since winning on Christmas Eve and it was an impressive performance by that son of Lonro. um he's had a jump out of a troll since it looks a nice race that he can go back to back here james
0: yeah it is a nice race for that horse he'll get he'll he looks like getting a a nice, uh, a nice little card into it. We like a we like the map for that horse, and uh, and keeping him at seven furlongs looks ideal at this stage. So I'd expect him to run another good race. He's he's uh, his winning rider is on the sideline through suspension. So Dylan Gibbons takes over, uh, but he and he and as he climbs in weight, he's going to find it harder and harder. But uh, nevertheless, that's a good race for that horse.
1: You got some nice chances at Canterbury and Flemington. Any horses there that stand out to you that you're looking forward to seeing go around on a Friday?
0: Well, we always look forward to seeing our horses go around. Yes, <laughs> they're all in the same colours, so you yes. give them a cheer, <laughs> and and hopefully, hopefully amongst amongst them all, there's a there's a couple of very promising runs. But uh, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to the good horses coming back at the end of this month and early next month. Mm. Uh, things, are, things are starting to get pretty serious as the autumn carnivals of our horses are um, taking more and more shape as the weeks go on.
1: It's exciting. I'll ask the driver this question. Um, at the end of the slash summer and autumn, um, who will be the number one seed there in your eyes, driver? Will it be in secret or aft cabin after it trialled or will it be animo still?
2: Aft Cabin might turn out to be the best horse in Australia.
1: Yeah, I I think I agree with you, Driver. I was hoping you would have that answer. Um, yeah, well, if it doesn't, um, we can blame you, but um, I agree with you. I think Aft Cabin will be um, one of the best horses in the country. Oh, who who takes the ride there, James? Have we booked a rider for Aft Cabin? He's
0: going to run in a race called the Eskimo Prince for yes. Yes. He'll carry a Penalty, winning their Group 3 Corville Guineas Prelude by as far as the uh, Corfield Straight, <laughs> and uh, and James McDonald will ride him on
1: oh, that day. That's a handy booking, um, Jay McDonald. Um, driver, do you have a best for this weekend?
3: Uh, but keep your keep your eye open for the Tom at Kembla.
1: All right then. <laughs> are, you, are you driving to Kembla on the weekend?
3: It's a little cryptic. But...
1: <laughs> All right then, I'll work that out. It might take me a little longer. I'm not as smart as you two. Um but I'll I'll see how I go by the end of the show. It's always a pleasure. You make my day catching up with James and the driver and um safe trip, where are you heading off to right now?
0: Well we we at the moment we're uh, at the moment we're just parked outside of Crown Lodge Stables at Warwick Farm. Yeah. Um there's been a
4: there's been a bit of rain
0: overnight, nineteen mil, a little bit more later on this morning. But it'll be an interesting day out there on the Gold Coast where it looks like it's a better day for them. And, yes. uh, and a soft, an improving soft six track. So best a luck to all, to all the chances out there at the uh, all important Magic Millions race day.
1: Yeah, and Fleetwood just missed out on. He just didn't come up, come up quick enough for a Magic Millions, James.
0: No, he didn't, did he? But, no. uh, but that's that's all. That's all right. And sort of can't
1: sort of, win them all, can you? Can't win them all. You
0: can't, it didn't stop in secret being a, no. a very very.
1: Well, th- thanks for your time, as always. Um, have a wonderful day. Drive safely and the best of luck this weekend. Okay, thank you. It's always great to catch up with David Eustace, the voice of cricket and the voice of racing these days. Hello to you, David. Uh, next.
3: Morning, Gareth. How are you?
1: Good, thank you, mate. I know you're busy, so we appreciate your time. You've got some runners across the country on Saturday especially. We might start off with um, Mooney Valley on a Saturday afternoon. And we'll go to the two-year-old race, which is race number one on the program. Um, and you've got some nice chances there. Some people call me. What can you tell me about this two-year-old?
3: Yeah, um, he's a really nice horse, Gareth. Um, he's he's trialled up well. Um, the valley, the valley um, will be um, will be. So would, uh, a little bit of a test for him, um, as it will be probably for all the uh, debutants. But um, we certainly think he's gone well enough to to um, run a good race.
1: And Massetora is at a big price there on Boo. What can you tell us about this colt by Real Steel?
3: Yeah, we had a look at the race. Uh, he probably doesn't go. Um, nice horse, but you uh, are likely to run at uh, Packenham uh, over twelve the following week.
1: Um, Bella Serena uh Soralina is doing a wonderful job she's made it two from two this preparation can she do it again in tougher class on Saturday?
3: Uh, yeah look she's done she's done a really good job um, and you know it's sort of off season racing and, and she certainly is the there and still on the improve so hopefully uh, she can uh, make that step up she's obviously racing career best form she'll love the valley and um, a sister likes the rally as well, so hopefully hopefully uh, she she knows it just as much
1: as her. What about running on time? Um this is another impressive filly that continues just to get the job done and win. Once again this is a little tough Are your expectations with her um, over the fifteen hundred meters in a benchmark seventy?
3: Yeah, she needs to step up uh, uh, but she's two from two and we've we sort of placed her um we've placed her correctly up till this point and um, she needs to um, come to the town, which she deserves to do. Uh, Moody Source will be the one to beat, we would think, but um, you know, she'll appreciate going to 1,500, and uh, yeah, fingers crossed.
1: How have you assessed the Ice Picnic, this preparation? He goes around in race six.
3: Hasn't had much luck. Uh, he didn't like the ground on a, a Ballarat and then didn't have any luck at all the other day, so... Um, if he gets some, then he should be there or thereabouts.
1: What about Lord Paramount in the same race?
3: He was um, convincing yeah, in, in in the bush uh, the other day and uh, is a winner at the Valley. So, um, you know, he probably needs a career best, but uh, he certainly seems in that sort of form.
1: How's Explosive Jack, your star three year old um, of your season, how's he come back um, this preparation?
3: Yeah, look great to have him back. Um his prep's been been excellent. Um yeah, he hasn't actually he hasn't missed a beat at all, so he's okay, naturally gonna need two or three or four runs to get right to the mark, but uh, everything's gone smoothly. Geez, I liked the performance
1: of Ascension the other day, on pace. Doesn't like horses going past him. Um your thoughts about his chances in the same race?
3: Yeah, you think he would like the love the valleys and um and uh I wouldn't say we've we've fully worked him out. He's a boss who's um certainly got a got his quirks but um but uh he um if he's able to get a sort of similar uh similar journey out in front, um he'd be hopeful.
1: Are you riding one again, David.
3: No, I just legged Johnny Allen up who legged on like a fifty year old and a thirty five year old.
1: Yes Johnny going? <laughs>
3: Johnny's going okay. Yeah, he's going
1: okay. <laughs> we love Johnny Allen. What about playoffs?
3: Dale's looks and come back really well. Yep, um, looks great, fit well, and uh, you know he uh, was great in the Darling Cup. So um, we think he can run well, crush.
1: What about your two-year-old in Sydney, Kundalini? What can you tell us about that galloper um, going around there in um, Sydney at rural Ramwick on Saturday afternoon?
3: Yeah, really nice, Philly, really. and uh, Kieran's a really nice opinion of her. She's trialled up well. Um, just weighing up whether she does run from that barrier, that's all.
1: Yeah, she's got a wide escape there. with call it booked to ride. Baldini goes yeah. around in race number five over the 1,100 metres with Baroque Road. Your thoughts there?
3: He's, he's in great order, um, and uh, he'll really appreciate firm ground up there and 1,200, so um, should be there or thereabouts.
1: Alright, then what about Baroque Road in the same race?
3: Yeah, trials have been good. He's about high opinion of the level, level of so, um, and yeah, nice to get the support, dynamic to train him and um yeah, very hopeful of him running well too, it be oh. difficult to split the two of those.
1: Yeah, I have been following the Australian bloodstock former import Kettle Hill, I thought it's uh, I thought his two runs have been really good. It's is this his state of fire and in win third up in this country?
3: Tricky gate. Yeah. Tricky gate, but um, but uh, uh, if there's speed on, then he hit the line strong. All right, then you've I'll got some... Sort of, little... uh, I just sort of gallop out. That's right. All Sorry. right, mate. Good luck. See thanks for see. that,
1: Dave. Appreciate it. This is Stable Mail. Let's head to Warner. We'll catch up with our great mate, Lindsay Smith. Good morning to you, Lindsay.
3: Hi, how are you?
1: Good, thanks, mate. You've got some nice chances at the Valley on Saturday afternoon. Harbin, first of all, um, in this Benchmark 64. Have you been happy with him, this preparation?
5: Yeah, he he got it. He was fine. And then last uh, meeting, they got a bit delayed for some reason, and he got quite hot, and then he over raced. So I've taken the blinkers off, drawn a good low gate. Uh, So if you're happy to forgive his last start, uh, he's a good each-way chance. And
1: you would think from that low gate with Stockdale claiming that he'll enjoy the valley as well.
5: Yeah, it, it that look, looks a good race, uh being a benchmark sixty four for him. So if his true form comes back, uh, he'll be thereabouts yes. But he's trained on good.
1: Looking forward to seeing Sacred Palace second up. This is a horse that gets it inside gate, but he does get back. Have you been happy with him?
5: Yeah, I thought he's run the other day, he got in position he couldn't win. Um Ollie's had a feel for him. He he, he was happy to ride him again, so that's always a plus. So um He's raced well without winning at Moonee Valley. So um, the tracks, did you have any more rain last night, I think? We had a little
1: bit of rain, but um, it's pretty cold today in Melbourne as well. So
5: the track
1: at the moment, if
5: not, yeah. If it's not rock hard, I think it, they're the perfect track, tracks for him. So yeah, um, he, he's ready to win another race this prep. He, well, he, he will win on this prep.
1: It's a soft five at the moment, so I don't think it'll be rock hard. What about strip back? Um this horse is probably up in class a little bit, but um do you think he's good enough?
5: Yeah, he was um I thought he was a good chance down the straight and he started hanging and um Leicester thought it was the the straight track and yeah, I I did, you know. I, I've heard that a few times, but it seems to be a weak excuse for me, but I'm starting to believe it to be true. So they better men than me have been around long enough up the straight. So uh, I'm hoping, well, that's all the excuse I have for the reason. That's, that's all I could give to people who own it. So let's hope around the bend on the low gate he performs better.
1: What about Corner Pocket was impressive the other day in that feature event at Flemington. He gets a nice gate here. Um, have you been happy with him?
5: Yeah, he did. He he's faultless. He's uh, in great condition. He'll be on the speed one way or the other, depending on what the the, the horses around him want want to do. But um, he hasn't gone backwards, or not yeah, the clever couple of them putting the claiming on that horse will keeps winning. So um, it's well weighted. Uh, so it could be proved very hard to beat. But this horse is uh, he only knows one way, and that's try to win you got some nice
1: chances there at the Valley. What's your best there, Lindsay?
5: I'm going to stick with uh, Corner Pocket because you tip him uh, most of the time you get it right. So I'll yep. stick, stick with Corner Pocket.
1: And Camperdown's a beautiful part of the world. Do you have a winner for us there on a Saturday for their big meeting?
5: Uh, yeah, uh, I'd nail uh the I don't think the barriers have come out yet, but if it draws a low gate... um. It'll prove hard to beat. Jumped out good. Uh, it's in the right class. So uh, she's worked well since I've had her. So if she draws a low gate, she'll be hard to beat. And Mingora, I um, don't know whether the track will suit, but form around her is quite good. She yeah. ran third here at Warnable to two nice horses. So, um, yes, whether it's a bit too tight, that track, but anyway, she can go That's a good race for her.
1: And um, Black Max reminds me of you a little bit. Looks in all sorts of trouble and finds a way and jumped out of the ground the concluding stages. He looks like he just got plenty of upside, lens. He doesn't know what he's
5: doing at the moment. Well, that's me. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. And <laughs> I've, I've got dark skin and I'm fat. Yes. So, yes, it is me. <laughs> How good is he? But I can't run as fast as him. But, uh, he's in. he'll go to an 1800 at Sandown, uh, benchmark 70. Yes. And... Um, he's, um, if you look through his form, I've always been worried about him on soft tracks, and that one, I think he's. Uh, that's why we brought him back in this time, to get on top of the ground, so I think that had a little bit to do with it yesterday, and he gets that flat footed, but um, yeah, I'd sort of, his wind might have been a little bit better than it looked I know there's a couple of good scratchings, and uh, Blake lost his iron so maybe he should have been twenty after that, but I, I wouldn't be too harsh on him. I'd wait to see him over 1,800 on the rock hard track and I will see. I think you'll see a better horse.
1: And do we get to see Tuvalu this autumn?
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll have another trial and I thought I'd go into that Dylan Stakes over 1,400 after yesterday, but he maybe had it too soft yesterday, so he'll go again and then go to the All Stakes uh, in the yep. big time.
1: And um, what about in the boat as well?
5: Yeah, he was better. His win was good. Um he'll have a trial again on Monday at um yep. Camberdown. And then he'll go to the um the Ruperton stakes at Sandown over eleven hundred.
1: Have you found a quacker horse yet, Lindsay?
5: You just spoke about him.
1: Oh in the boat, so he's ready in to go. Boat.
5: Yeah. Yeah, right. he'll uh he looks like he's uh he's bounced back, so if he holds up he'll go. If not, um We'll have to go and find one. But there that was disappointing.
1: A, uh, we, we were looking forward to seeing you run there for the first time there at Ascot.
5: Well, I'd be shorter in the market than he would be, but, you know, I've, I, I haven't got owners. He has, so I might have to scratch myself.
1: <laughs> you're not used, well, you're used to that anyway. Um, good on you, Lindsay. Thanks for that. Giddy up. <laughs> There's Lindsay Smith there. Let's catch up with David Murad, of course, from um, Blue Bud Thoroughbreds, and uh, they have, we all know how successful... Blue blood have been over the years and they've been active once again at the Magic Million sales and they'll be active throughout the sales season. And David joins us. Good morning, David. Thanks for your time.
4: Morning, thanks for having me. How
1: did you go at um, on the Gold Coast? How many did you find? Uh yeah, we're coming away with two.
4: We've got a Snitzel Colt and a Dubious Colt.
1: Yeah, and the Dubious, they did really well, didn't they? The first season side there FAC was far. And what did you like about the Dubious Colt?
4: Yeah, look, he was very much like Dubious himself. He looks like that get-up-and-run, early two-year-old type, compact sprinting type. Um, so that's sort of what we're looking for going up to that sale, something that can get us back up there next year.
1: Um, so which, like we all know that the Snitzel Colt goes to Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. so who trains the Dubious?
4: Uh, he's also going to go to Gay and Adrian. It yep. uh, just worked out that they... they Happen a like both uh, like we did. So it's just the way that uh, it uh, went this time around.
1: Yep, and how do we get involved with those horses if we want to get involved with those yearlings heading, heading into the future, David?
4: Yeah, so once all the paperwork's finalised, they'll uh, be put up on our website and um, you can just uh, log on there and have a look at all the information and get in touch that way. That'll be uh, the easiest way for sure.
1: So it's such a high-pressure situation when I headed to the sales last week. There's so many different buyers and obviously the vendors wanting the best results for their clients. Um, Do you set yourself a goal for how many horses you want to um, purchase at a sales like that? Or is it just a case, well, we'll see how we go. We could buy five. We could walk away with one just depending on how we think the market is. How do you assess all of that?
4: Yeah, we do usually have a a bit of a target to aim for with uh, what number we we want to come away with uh, at a sale. It doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes you you come home with less sometimes you come home with more Uh, so we we only aim to get two to three at that sale Um, so we're happy with two it's um, it's a strong market we wasn't we weren't sure if it uh, was going to continue that pattern and and, um, and continue to be strong but uh, certainly uh, uh, no one seems to be worried about the interest rates and all of that at the moment (laughs) but uh, look we've got two that we're really pleased with and 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 happy uh, with those numbers, yeah.
1: What about going forward for the other sales? um, um, If there's some of our listeners and punters interested in joining Blue Blood, um, can they turn up to the sales and watch you do what you do and um, get involved that way?
4: Yeah, anyone's welcome to come down to the sales and be in touch and have a chat and and, uh, see what we've purchased. I've got no problem with that, that's always welcomed. uh, I guess the next the next sale in in uh, Blue Bloods on our hit list would be the classic sale yeah. uh, here in Sydney in February. So uh, that one we look to um, buy a few more numbers. Obviously, uh, uh, I guess the, the price tags not quite as high as the Magic Millions horses are. So we we look to um, stock up a little bit there, and and then from there there's Melbourne and, and Adelaide and um, various other sales throughout the year.
1: And too Much Caviar represents blue blood today. Um, take two in the Sub-Zero on the Gold Coast. You happy with him?
4: Yeah, looks happy with him. He's taken no ill effects from the setback. Uh, he worked um, good on Sunday morning, they said, the report. So he's all ready to go. He, he, he's in good form. Um, obviously, tougher test than, than the last couple of races that he's, he's won, but uh, he's going great and um, no reason why he can't put in a good effort and be right in the finish so i'm actually on on the way to the airport this morning to get up there and, and watch
1: it oh that is exciting mate! and you've got a wonderful competition going on on at the moment as well so you get a chance to to win a free share in a horse trained by gay waterhouse and adrian bott um how do we go about entering that competition mate
4: uh yeah again just just log on to our website move by and and there'll be some information there
1: on on how you can uh, get involved. Uh, But pretty exciting little promotion and um, certainly going to be a a happy winner out there soon enough. Yeah, that's a terrific promotion. We wish you the best of luck um, throughout the sales season, but especially with those babies that you purchased there on the Gold Gold Coast last week, and um, especially good luck with two-match caviar on the Gold Coast today in that Sub-Zero. Thanks very much for your time, David. We appreciate it bjorn baker one of our great mates here on giddy up joins us on uh, this thursday morning he's in for a big day you would imagine on the gold coast today but he's got some nice chances at royal ramwick on a saturday including passagiata who's the unbeaten speed star for the stable who goes around in race number five there in sydney on saturday bjorn good morning to you thanks for your time Morning, Gareth. Um, infatuation, first of all. Um, uh, she's an exciting filly. How was the extra four days gone with her in preparation for the two-year-old Classic on the Gold Coast this afternoon?
2: Yeah, we've been pretty happy with her. Um, she, she hasn't missed a beat, really. She's been doing well up there. She had a gallop on Monday morning. Uh, we're happy with that and uh, looking forward to today um hopefully what, what uh, appears to be a better track.
1: Yep, and I guess it's good for the Gold Coast economy. She's part-owned by a host of owners, about 5,000 of them, um, with my race also, they would have had to stay for an extra couple of days.
2: Queensland <laughs> <things in> Tourism, <laughs> yeah. i have to hit them up and <laughs> subsidise my flights. Um, but no, the, uh, uh, it's great for racing. It gives people an experience and, and takes them on the journey as much as anything. It's, it's uh, not always about prize money. It's uh, the, the, and uh, it's about enjoying it yeah. and uh, understanding what it's about. So I think they've had a great experience.
1: Yeah, I think that's. I think they get it, and uh, you get it as well as a trainer. It's not necessarily about ma- making money, but it's telling your mum and dad and your brothers that you've got a share in a horse that's racing in the Magic Millions. And listen, what Beyond Baker. This is the message that he sent us. Um, it's that experience that I think everybody enjoys in ownership anyway when it comes to owning a racehorse. So should we have something each way on her at the $18?
2: Oh, I think she's way over. So yep. I really do. I think uh, she's been at the 1200 and she was fit going into that race. So the little bit of extra time, if anything, may she's got a bit more residual fitness than maybe a lot of them. Um, you can argue one of the best form two races of the year was the golden gift where she was just beaten and I think she's ready to jump back up to that level so I'm pretty confident she can run a good race especially on an improving track
1: Can Fun Fact cause an upset there in the Sub-Zero race 2?
2: Yeah I doubt it he's probably, it's a a much tougher race than it's been uh, previously saying that he gets in with no weight uh, he's he's fit as well Uh, he just loves uh, the firmer the track the better
1: what about Rupertar going around in the syndicate race? Um, Rachel King rides from a low gate.
2: Yeah, she's she's really done well up there. She's a, a mare that I've always struggled to sort of keep condition on her and look good, but she's thriving at the moment. So I think she's ready to 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 run up towards her best. She's going to have to be though with eleven, eleven, and scalapini up the top there, and uh, and probably a race that doesn't have a whole heap of depth.
1: Yeah, so. And you've got Van Gears at a big price there in the Phillies and Mare's million-dollar race. Would the the two-year-old Philly be your best chance there today on the Gold Coast?
2: Yeah, I think she is for sure. But Van Gears was actually unlucky last year, and yep. she was one horse, the wetter, the, the better. So if we continued racing on Saturday, I thought she was in there with a live chance.
1: All right, then. So we should put her in a, um, our multiples anyway at that price because – the track won't be too firm, you would imagine, today. Um, Royal Randwick, this is a really good meeting there on a Saturday afternoon, and you've got a debutante, Rockabilly Rebel, that's trialled up beautifully. Um, daughter of Street Boss. Your expectations with her on debut?
2: Yeah, she's a really nice fully. She's had the three trials, and every trial has been very, very good. She's drawn awkwardly, but it is only half a bend at Ramwick over the 1,000, so... I, I can't fold her. I think uh, she's in there with a, a big chance and what looks a relatively open race. She's definitely one of my leading two-year-olds. Um, and even her last trial, she, she won effortlessly. So I'm really excited about her, looking forward to the first
1: race on Saturday. Morris's as my dad um, goes around over the 2,000 metres in that benchmark 88, your thoughts there?
2: Yeah, he's on the quick backup. He ran last week. I'm just yet to... 100% running, but he just sort of, he's a funny horse, he needs sort of that momentum up, and even last Saturday, just at crucial times, he he probably couldn't quite get as forward as we want, and then was held up at, at slightly at vital times, so I think uh, in a smaller field, if he can just roll forward, put himself there, he's not out of it.
1: Pasagiata, she owned the race the other day in Sydney. She's very quick, a little bit like you, Bjorn, and um, she'll be hard to beat once again, you would imagine, out in front. Have you been happy with her?
3: No, I
2: don't know if I'm quick. <laughs> I'm slow. It's slow as an ox, but uh, she she is thriving. Um, her work on Tuesday was excellent. It was very, very similar to what she Actually, we've got the trackers with the heart rate and all the speed and all that. It was nearly exactly the same as it was leading into her, her last start where she was a good one. We've actually had plenty of rain here at Randwick overnight, so I'd, I'd prefer her on, on the firmer the track the better. I thought she got away with it a bit last time, but um, she looks magnificent. She does look better from her last run. Her coat's out. She... She reminds me so much of wanting Rupert, her father. It's um, sort of uncanny. So, And I think she's she's may not be as quick, but she may be as well. She's very, yep. very
1: fast. Well, that is exciting. love to see the heart monitor on you on, on occasions there on the uh, on a night spot or a few night spots there on the Gold Coast. But what's your best over the weekend? You've got a few roughies outside of um, those horses we just had a chat about.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say... Oh, I think I think Passage is going to be yep. very hard to beat, and she's going to put herself in a good position. But there's not a lot between her and Rockabilly Rebo. I think she's a very good two-year-old, and will definitely go on for better things.
1: Good luck today, mate. Good luck on Saturday. We we appreciate your time as always. Thanks,
3: Gareth.